All right, next we're going to decide when a function will definitely have a maximum and a minimum, right? And it's called the extreme value theorem. And what it says is that if f of x is a continuous function, right? Continuous, remember continuous, no holes, no jumps, okay? If f of x is a continuous function on a closed interval, okay? Remember, closed interval, it has both of its endpoints, okay? Then f of x has a maximum and f of x has a minimum. All right? So this is a, a condition, right? If you have a function, and if that function is continuous on a closed interval, then the extreme value theorem guarantees that the function will have a maximum and will also have a minimum, right? Now, how do these theorems work? Well, if the function is not continuous, right, or if the interval is not closed, you may still have a maximum, you may still have a minimum, right? You could have one or the other or both, but the guarantee is taken away. You may not have a maximum, you may not have a minimum, you may not have either, right? You may have both, you may have one, you may have the other, there's no more guarantees. But if the function is continuous, and it's continuous on a closed interval with both endpoints, then the function is its guarantee. You have a maximum, you have a minimum. So let's just look graphically at a couple of examples so that we sort of understand what we're talking about. Okay, so if I talk about the interval from A to B, right? So I have a continuous function on a closed interval. So I have both of my endpoints. All right, so here's a function, okay? It is continuous, no holes, no jumps, right? And do you see where the maximum is? And do you see where the minimum is? All right. Okay, good. The maximum is over here, right? The highest point, the largest value, right, of y, right? And the minimum is over here, right? The lowest point, the smallest value, All right? Continuous function, closed interval, definite maximum, definite minimum. All right. Let's just change it a little bit. Suppose the function is not continuous, right? Well, why is it not continuous? Well, we could have not continuous because of what? A hole or a jump. So suppose we have a function that has a hole. And suppose the hole is right where the maximum would have been, all right? Then what? then this function is not continuous, right? The interval is closed, 
but we've lost our maximum, but we still have a minimum. All right? All right. Suppose we have a function that is continuous, but the interval is not closed. Okay, we have an open interval. So then we have a function that is continuous, okay, but the interval is open, which means what? We don't have the endpoints, all right? So what's the situation in this case? We have a maximum, yes, but the minimum, which was at the right-hand endpoint, well, that right-hand endpoint is missing because the endpoints are not included in this open interval. All right? So this time we lost, what, the minimum, but we, we retained the maximum. All right? Of course, if we had a function like this, right, an open interval and a discontinuous function, right, but suppose the function looked like this, and it had a hole in it, and maybe even a jump, okay? So we have all sorts of problems with this function. We have a jump, we have a hole, and we have an open interval, but guess what? We, st- we have retained the maximum over here and the minimum over here, all right? So, What is this theorem really saying? It's saying that if the function is continuous on a closed interval, we guarantee the existence of a maximum and a minimum. If you take away the continuity, if you take away the closed interval, we may have a maximum, we may have a minimum, but we can't guarantee it anymore. All right? So now let's talk about a relative maximum or minimum. That's next.